Oh, yeah. Welcome back to Talking Baseball. It's another team profile and projection, and today we are doing the Chicago Cubs. My name's Jimmy. His name is Jake. His name is Trevor. His name is David. This is Talking Baseball presented by DraftKings. The Cubbies. The Cubbies are an interesting, interesting team, Jake. They finished last year in first in the division. Good job. With a winning record. They have had a winning record six years in a row since the rebuild and all the young guys came up. They won the World Series in 2016. They have not found that magic again. Did they make any changes, Jake? Yeah, they had a little bit of a story early offseason. They had a lot out, and then they put a little bit in, but a lot more out. You Darvish goes to the Padres after his fantastic 2020 season. Kyle Schwarber, he's out of town, man. He's on the Nats. Jose Quintana's gone. Tyler Chatwood, Albert Armour Jr., Jose Martinez, Caratini, Kipnis, Jeremy Jeffress, who was actually pretty nice for them last year. That's a lot of guys leaving town, but there are some MLB dudes coming in town. Jock Peterson, interested to see what he does at the friendly confines of Wiggly Field. Jake Marisnik, cheated. Trevor Williams, friend of the pod. Zach Davies, kind of underrated. Arietta Trev's boy comes back. Workman, Johnny Holder, couple AL East relievers. Bobby Stock, Austin Romine. So... They brought a little bit back, and that might be enough to do it in this NL Central, Trev, and that lineup speaks. This is the most complete lineup we've seen so far on the TPPs. I don't know if there is going to be any in and out of this lineup, maybe with Jock mm. and left, but you know, starting with the catcher position, Wilson Contreras, one of the more fun catchers to watch in all of the game. I love watching him play, love watching his swing, love watching him throw the ball. He reminds me of a young Sal Perez. Mm. That's just me. First base, Anthony Rizzo, obviously a stud. Second base, I'm going to mess this up, guys. I have one in my head. It's a David Bodie. Pronounce that E, baby. That's what I'm talking about. David Bodie at second base. Shortstop, our guy, Javi Baez. I think he's on my hot guy list. Mm. He's pretty high up there, actually. Third base, Chris Bryant, a snub in my hot guy list. A lot of guys like to talk about how good his eyes are. I just find him a little too piercing, to be honest with you. Mm. Left field, Jock Peterson. We'll see if he gets platoon for it all. Center fielder. Center field, our guy Ian Happ, and in right field, Jason Hayward. Jim, let's talk about that rotation and my guy Arietta a little bit. Oh, well, Arietta comes back. Mm. The Cubs pick up a Jake in Arietta. Also in Marisnik. The professor Kyle Hendricks will still be the ace of the staff. You got Zach Davies there as well. You got my guy, Alec Mills twirling that 66-mile-per-hour mm. curveball right by you. You got Adbert Alzelay, Trevor Williams, friend of the program. Uh, I was going to drop a bad stat, but I feel like I shouldn't mm. have said it right after I say friend of the program. Oh. Most home runs per innings, I think, last year. Okay. Or something like that. As, as a starter. Gave a lot of home runs. Tyson Miller. In the bullpen, you got Craig Kimbrell. How about that? Feels like a pitcher from yesteryear. Rowan Wick, Andrew Chafin, Brandon Workman, ugh. Ryan Tapera. I saw Brandon Workman. I thought of Red Sox. I went, ugh. 
Yeah. That's what happened there. Oh, if anyone's understanding why I did lot of, Red Sox. A lot of Jakes, a lot of Trevors there. Uh, Trevor Williams gave up the most home runs last year in the National League, not the most home runs per nine. So it's okay. He didn't. Who gave up the most home runs per nine? Well, that's probably a reliever, right? I don't know how to find that. I think it was yeah, Boyd. I think it was Boyd, Cole, and Williams all gave up 17 home runs. 15. 15. And Williams had the least amount of innings out of those three. So okay. that's what, that was my. Jimmy Lytics kicked in a little yeah. bit. Yeah. 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 yeah a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Jakes and Trevors. That now makes me nervous about these Cubbies. Trev, you said it about the lineup. And I Are think there no Jimmies in baseball? It's kind of funny coming off. There's a couple Jimmies. We twirl it. Rollins. Pitchers. Um, this lineup, Trev, I, I think it's kind of funny coming off uh, the Believeland Indians that we kind of get, we're in this, <laughs> what does your team do? Those Indians are going to pitch. These Cubs, they got the lineup, man. A couple of these guys did have tough last years. People were talking about not having the video tape access, but if you're going to ask if I believe in Javi Baez, Rizzo, Bryant, I mean, I just do. Uh, and with Jock coming to town, I mean, that's <laughs> like, there's your Schwarbo replacement. So this lineup, top to bottom, stacked. Hayward had a nice year. Nico Horner, pretty big prospect, fighting Bodie uh, and some other guys for some PT on there. So tough not to like this Cubs lineup. The lineup's good. This is the first lineup where, as we've done these TPPs, now correct me if I'm wrong here. I feel like this is the first lineup we've seen that is complete name-wise. Like Hayward as the nine hole, a prospect Nico as the eight hole, if that's how they do it, Jock as the seven. That's the deepest lineup. We are at like the 15th team. We have a lot of teams ahead of us still. I feel like this is the first one that has a, a guy that you can buy in at his spot in the lineup each way. There's no... It's not top-heavy. It's pretty balanced if they all perform to their abilities. Yeah. Agree? I, I like it. I mean, I'm trying to look and see. Yeah, we talk, didn't talk about Nico in the lineup. He can sneak in there, but I think uh, he doesn't bring a ton yet offensively, but they don't really need that. I mean, the top top half of their lineup could, you know, go at it with any team in the league. I'm curious because in our heads, and I think in a lot of – fans heads maybe not chicago fans but just general baseball fans kind of see the cubs as like selling off and not really doing it but when you look at their lineup and maybe some of the additions that they've made i know they traded you darvish that's kind of what everyone's thinking about but they're gonna be right in the thick of it yeah this isn't a team to give up on we'll see what they do they see what they do during the year are they gonna ship some guys out if the season starts poorly possibly but they can also go the complete opposite way. If they start to win, you know, this is a team that could add. I mean, they traded away you, and then everyone thought Chris Bryant was next, and then that never happened, and then they signed Jock Peterson, and it was kind of like, okay. Because uh, like like we're, we said about the Indians with a little bit more of a budget going on, like they sold, but they're still trying to compete. Like, And we're kind of in that range of teams right now where – this, I mean, this Cubs lineup day in, day out, if those guys are right, are going to do it. You jump to the pitching staff, and after Kyle Hendricks, you know, Trev, I know Arietta's your guy, but he, he hasn't been Jake Arietta that dude in a few years. I mean, Zach Davies has been really solid. He, he probably deserves a lot of love. But then after that, I mean, you're taking flyers. What, what can Alec Mills give you over 162? 
Trevor Williams, can can he kind of find it again? Adbert Alzale, all-name team. Uh, what's he going to give you for 162? I don't know. Um, and then, I mean, that's before getting to the bullpen, which is getting reworked a little bit, which is a pretty good baseball term because <laughs> that, that normally means that we don't know what we're going to get from the bullpen. I just, I'm confused what you said, what you said about Alec Mills. Your guy, Jim. I gave him some award last year that was called like the Senior Citizen or All Ages Award. Mm. Throws pitches in the every game. You'll see Alec Mills throw a pitch in the sixty mile per hour range, the seventy mile per hour range, the eighty mile per hour range, and the ninety mile per hour range. And you can't take that for granted. He's putting on a damn show. Never will. Didn't he have a complete game shutout? No hitter, right? Yeah, he threw no hitter last year. Yeah. Yes, I forgot about that. Three walks. It, it, this is strange because, you know, it was you leaving. Then it was, hey, they're not going to sign Schwarber back. So what direction is this going? People thought it was going to continue to trend down and just never did. Now, I agree with you. The rotation, you know, is I don't even know the word for it. I don't want to say suspect, but. Mm. I think suspect's the perfect word. Yeah. Suspect-ish? No, suspect. Okay. Like if you're if you're just a scout, right? You're just like, hmm, what's going on here? And you gotta dig deeper. You're like, I don't know about that. Seems fishy. Yeah, I don't oh man, this is a tough team to grade here. You the know, offense you look at that lineup, it's great, and then the defense and the you know, that's pretty good, and then then the pitching is gotta have pitching in this league. And the money in baseball right now doesn't make sense. We should say we're recording this while Jake Odorizzi's not signed, like God the the Chicago Cubs should be in on Jake Odorizzi. How much would that change their dynamic? Bringing in a third Jake, um, yeah. you know, that changes your season. And we haven't heard that rumor at all, so we can't even tease it like it's going to happen. But they're going to be around in the Central. It's going to be funny to see where those standings are around the trade deadline and see if that dictates the Brewers, the Cubs, the Cardinals, uh, the Reds potentially, what kind of moves they're going to make. Um I'm going to buy in on some Kimbrel bounce back. Uh, his K numbers were actually silly stuff last year. I think he's figuring out who uh, 30-year-old Craig Kimbrell's going to be as a pitcher, and, and I'm, I'm going to buy some, bu- 12, some stock 12, in that. 12 Jakes in MLB last year. Yeah. Only four Jimmies. Do you count the James? I don't, and okay. I didn't count DeGrom. Okay. I, I didn't count Jacob. the Jacobs. Yeah. Mm, I'm just really counting cool. Jakes. Well, the Jimmies are probably named James, most of them. But if they go by Jimmy, they're in there like Yacobonis, right. which is great. Right. Like he almost takes the cake for Jimmies because Jimmy Yacobonis is such a good name. It's a great name. It's a great name. Yeah. Is yeah. is the NL Central sneaky like going to be the funnest division to watch? I mean, there there's so much parity like between these four teams. I mean, I think I when the Cardinals traded for Arenado, I was like, hey, they're going to run away with the division. Then you, we started to do a little bit more of a deep dive, deep dive on these teams. They're, they're, they're not too dissimilar, like all of them. This is the last team in the NL Central, right? So our audience voted. No, we saw the Cardinals. We haven't done the Cardinals yet? Okay. Still the Cardinals. So it's it's an interest. I think there's going to be four teams that are kind of evenly matched. Maybe the Reds are on the bottom of that, but still, I yeah. Could put them right there. I, I I'm excited to watch. <laughs> what what they might not be the best baseball ever, but it's gonna be. It's kind close. of it's kind of funny. They're all like clearly just on a slightly different tier. 
Like I think it. I think the Reds are just slightly below the Brewers. I think the Brewers are slightly below the Cubs, and I think the Cardinals are slightly on top. And in a baseball season, that can sort out pretty quickly. If the Cubs, if the Brewers stay healthy, if the Brewers' top heavy guys stay healthy, I like them as the same tier as the Cubs, just a different way to get to that tier. The Cubs have no pitcher. I mean, this Cubs, this Cubs rotation can be bad, bad. Like we can be sitting here and saying no starting pitcher has seen the fifth inning. Uh, come June, Hendricks. besides, besides, I was gonna say yeah. besides Hendricks, like we, it could, it could be the floor for this rotation is pretty bad. I want to defend Zach Davies a little bit. Uh, Zach Davies is twenty eight years old. He's got a career three seven nine ERA, which hey, not special. But the last two years, uh, forty three starts with a three three ERA. So. Zach Davies is a MLB rotation pitcher. Um, they're they're expecting a solid performance from him. Good, good correction, good correction. But after that, after that, <laughs> after that, uh, what what other storylines? Obviously, there's lack of pitching. I mean, is uh, is our dude Ian Happ like becoming the face of this team? He was their best player last year. I mean, you wouldn't ask that because every you wouldn't think that because everyone thinks of the World Series guys, but I mean, is Bryant going to become a superstar again? Is Javi going to become a superstar again? It's who's going to bounce back. It's I, I mean, Rizzo hit two twenty two last year. Um, Baez hit two oh three. Um, you know, Chris Bryant hit two oh six. Like those, I I know it's not batting average, blah blah blah. But guess what? Everything attached to that on base OPS, they were bad last year. So. It's was it tape? Was it just the short season? Like what happened to those guys? Because they're MLB stars. Like those are those are guys that can get MVP votes in the right season. Brian's got one in the bag. So who of those guys is going to bounce back? Um, and is it full bounce back? Is it their average stat line? Or you know, if those guys start going over their career stats, then that Cubs lineup is like entering one of the top in baseball chats. I have a theory. Okay. Trevor's theories. I have a theory. Theory pod. 2020. Obviously a strange year. Cubs play a lot of day games at Wrigley. Day games are tough to get up for. Your body is just not used to it. So these guys rely on fans in the stands to get them going. I mean, that place is constantly Mm. packed. You rely on that energy. And then all of a sudden... In 2020, you got nobody. You got white noise coming out of the speakers. And you're trying to get up for all these day games. All these guys, Rizzo, Bryant. They were the biggest cheerleading team last year, if you remember. They need that. They're trying to artificially do that. They need the crowd there. These guys have experienced such highs that their body isn't conditioned to playing in front of nobody. So get some fans back in the stands. Let's get some adrenaline pumping through these guys. They're getting a little up there in age. They need that that oomph from the fans. They need Wrigleyville to be rocking. So hopefully that'll happen this season. I'm buying bounce back years for all those three guys you just mentioned. They have some pitchers that are expected to make their debut. I don't know. Cubs fans, tell me if you're expecting like specialness out of these guys. Corey Abbott and Braylon Marquez. Is that who it is? Yeah, he's on the list. Number yeah. 108 prospect by my rankings. He made his debut last year. I thought 107, and then I was just like, no. no. He's 108. Yeah, he's 108. Yeah. 
He, Keith Law told you that. He made his debut last year. He followed an Adbert Alzale start, mm. and um, it did not go well at all. Mm. So he's he's looking for a little redemption. You know what? That's a storyline I'm, I'm excited for. When Braylon Marquez, his debut went awful. He opened up walk, walk, wild pitch, strikeout, walk, single, wild pitch, double. That's an awful oh. inning. So let's hope for a nice bounce back. As soon as he gets back on the mound, like a nice clean, wipe the slate clean, and then and then start your career for Braylon Marquez. This has still got to be part of, like, Theo's crop of kids, right? Like, he was part of drafting this next group of prospects. Is that Am I totally off base there? I think you're right. I mean, he left, what was it, last year? So, I mean, look, they've had a track record of developing talent. I know they brought in Rizzo. But Baez is homegrown. Contreras is homegrown. Bryant is homegrown. Are all those guys yep. Cubs draft picks developed? So look, we could. There's no reason to think that there's not going to be another stable of guys under Theo's watch that are going to come up and make an impact. Now I'm excited to see that. I did want to say I just looked at Zach Davies' bio. Six foot one fifty five. There's no way. I can't be right. One fifty five. That can't be right. I've got him at six foot one eighty. Okay, this is on Fangraphs. So yeah, six six foot one fifty five. Okay, Zach, what's up, dude? Uh, I've got something. I mean, he is. He is. I'm looking at a picture. He's a skinny dude. I've got something. His we'll, jersey doesn't look like it fits him at all. We'll cover the range a little bit. Let's see. Showing me. Yeah, I don't know. He looks like a guy. He doesn't look one fifty five. For a six foot guy, you got to be pretty. Who's gonna Who's gonna platoon with Jock? Boing, uh, Marisnik. That sucks. You get defense. Yeah. Um, Bodie, potentially. Um, yeah. Jim, I think you're going to like this. Oh, I like things that so I like. So if you could listen. Listening? For one GD second. Gosh darn. The Cubs can win the NL Central. We all agree? Yeah, their ceiling's there. If things click. I don't agree. You don't think there's a chance? You don't think there's one percent chance? Well, you can't say one percent because I mean the Pirates probably have one percent according no, to they the. There was only no, one team that had zero percent chance. According to our brains, we've been doing this for every single. PPP. You don't think the Cubs can win? You the don't Central think their ceiling is winning the division? They literally won it last year. I don't think they can win it okay. this year. I mean, like, I love is it. there? Okay, let me give you my percentage. No I'll shot in no shot in hell. Like, like I, I think it's like they less win the than five percent, but yeah, I would say it's ten percent that they win the central. So which you is very so. low. So how can I say like I mean? So yes, I guess yeah, yeah, yes. Okay, ceiling. I guess keep going. But, I mean, do you have the Brewers or the Reds' chances higher than them? Yes. Yeah, I said Brewers. That. Yes. Yeah, the Brewers second. Yeah, okay. we said that on the Brewers app. Okay, I I don't. Um, what if things go wrong? Uh, say the Cubs get out to a bad start. Say if Hendricks were to go down or or uh, whatever it is, whatever it is, guys aren't hitting again. Jim, we've got Jock on the one-year contract. Baez last year. Wilson Contreras has been a part of trade rumors forever. I mean... And people need catchers always. Chris Bryant was supposed to be gone. Like... Zach Davies. If there's a team that contenders are hoping falls out... It is the Chicago Cubs because holy crap, could they unload? So I know Cubbies fans, hey, it's Jake here. Sorry you had to hear that. 
but every other team is eyeing you guys. That being said, trade deadline, this team could easily be in first place. But that's the that's the narrative all offseason. It's been like these guys, they don't have a lot of time left. Are we gonna ship everybody right? out? And they just didn't do it. Trev, you're my vibes guy on the pod. Like the vibes there can't be one hundred. And if it starts going south, they could go south quick. All right. Well, there's gonna be a lot of people. What's more ahead. exciting? What's more exciting? Sorry, Ian Happ, if you're listening. What's more exciting? The Cubs being in contention to make a wild card spot and lose in the playoffs, <laughs> or the Cubs being out of contention and Rizzo, Bryant, Contreras, uh, Baez, Jock. Jock can all possibly get sprinkled around to other teams and to go on playoff runs. Because the, the, there's a very clear answer to what's more exciting. I think I gotta. I'm gonna disagree with it. I think I think more. It'd be more exciting if all of them made one last run at a ring. I mean, I don't think they can win counter. a World Series, but that would be way more exciting for me to see these guys I all band I, together. I, I mean, you have them that 10 percent chance of making the playoffs. I would I would guess right now we all have them at zero percent chance of winning the World Series. Give me a Kyle. Yeah. Give me a Kyle Hendricks playoff star. That would juice me up. Seeing all those cups sprinkled around other players. Watch the professor go to work. I'm into that. The front, like, they'd have to absolutely force the front office's hand to go out and make them an actual contender. Like, they're not just going to go do it to win a wild card spot. Like, if they'd have to be there and performing at such a high level for them to force that, for them to go pick up a pitcher or somebody. Well, do we think an NL Central team can get a wild card spot right now? Padres and Dodgers are going to be there. The NL East teams are really good. Are they going to beat each other enough for an NL Central team to get the wild card? I don't know. I don't know. But are they all going to be competing for the division? Yes. It's going to be wild, man. Trade everyone and no. have some fun. That's the more, the more likely happy. scenario, Jim, is trading everybody. We might see a few games where the guys get pulled off mid-game. Team won the Central last year. We're think being, I think that. we're being Let a think little... About that. I was throwing that out as a, like, 15% chance. A lot of 15 to 10% chances here. What if they're like... Chris. Chris. Imagine the returns you can you can't get. can't play for us anymore. Go, we, we traded you. Chris Bryant that, that, pulled in the happen. fourth inning. Did he roll his ankle? Is there you a trade? You see him in the dugout giving hugs. Heyman, Heyman just tweeted... Uh, Chris, it was Turns good to out, see, but it just pissed himself. <laughs> Do we have a fun stat from Max? Max's fun stat: Ryan Tapera, who resigned with the Cubs on February sixteenth, twenty sixth. We're recording ten days after that. We're doing everything in tens today, Jim. Sixty-two point two percent whiff rate on his cutter last year, the highest of any pitch in the MLB in twenty twenty. Para also received a 10th place MVP vote as St. Louis Post-Dispatch writer Rick Hummel mistakenly voted for Tapera instead of Trey Turner. Job baseball. That's hilarious. Job baseball. I did not know that. That's awesome. Highest whiff Take rate. Take it to the grave, pitch. baby. It's great. It's great. DraftKings over under is Ooh. 79 and a half. I'm taking the under. I don't believe in their pitching staff at all. I believe in the Angels pitching staff more than this pitching staff. Or at least very similar. At least oh, they have at least really they have Hendricks. At least they very similar. At least they have Hendricks. 
the more likely scenario of things to happen is they just trade everybody away. So I, I'm going to take the under. Yeah, if the, if the wild card's not going through the central and they're not in first, I don't think they care about September baseball Everybody's at going. all. They're going to be close to first, if not in first. Yes, yes. Cubs over. Jake's got the over. Trevor and I got the under. Those guys are going to bounce back. I love it. Studs. Give Javi his replay. Oh! Adbert. Adbert adds the life.